Lester Ray's journey from playing congas in his family's Humboldt Park Church to a producer and vocalist all over is one that's very Chicago, very Puerto Rico, but most importantly, very Lester Ray. His new EP is called Santario, and it's here to usher you into spring and summer on a sea of dreamy beats and introspective vocals. Joining me in the studio, it's Lester Ray. Welcome to Vocalo. Thank you for having me. Now, I lived in Humboldt Park in the 90s. Oh, nice. So I remember vaguely what it was like. Uh, but I want to hear about what your experience was like growing <laughs> up in that slice of Chicago. Yeah. There used to be salsa on the streets. Like, yeah. legit. Like, you would be walking down Paseo Boricua, and there would be congueros and cowbells and a uh, violin or a trumpet or something. Just people just chilling and, and playing. And... I remember going back there trying to find some of that vibrancy. And while there are still some schools there like Africa Caribe doing bomba, um, they still have their monthlies. And, you know, Chicago gets cold, so you got to <laughs> take it inside. But it's cool to, to still see some of the old cats, like, in the park um, playing congas. And I was able to join them and, like, play rumba on the congas and stuff like that. There's not as many as there used to be, yeah. but it's super cool that it's still, it's still there. And honestly, that clearly stuck with you from from your youth. And then, you know, you move about, you kind of expand your your musical horizons. What else were you listening to as a as a youngin that kind of melded with that <laughs> that kind of traditional influence? Yeah. As you mentioned, I was really heavily involved in church. Mm -hmm. So whatever I would listen to that wasn't church music was usually like snuck into my headphones or <laughs> I was going to ask uh, how <laughs> your family felt about the secular portion yeah, so <laughs> they definitely exposed me to like um Christian reggaeton and Christian salsa and <laughs> every Christian genre kids and, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Christian exactly and so they would buy me those records um but I had five older sisters thank god and they would like play Tupac and Biggie and they were the ones that would give us rides to wherever, and they would play freestyle music and house music in their in their Jeep or whatever. Um, and they exposed me to a lot more Chicago music, Chicago sounds. I feel like I can't feel. Tell me where are my tears? Tell me where are my tears? Tell me where are my tears? Tell me where. I must feel to set myself free. I'm Jill Hopkins. You're listening to Vocalo. Joining me in the studio, Chicago singer, producer, and songwriter Lester Ray. So you've got a diverse interest in kinds of music that you listen to, but you've also got a diverse skill set in the the kind and in, in what you're able to to do. Uh, tell me about the the kinds of uh, the musical instruments that you play. And did you always sing, or did that come later? That definitely came later. I think the first thing that happened was um, me banging on pots and pans. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my parents <laughs> told me. The church basically had all these instruments, and the pastors were my grandparents. And they lived underneath the church, so the basement of the church was like their home, and the upstairs were, was where worship would happen. And all the instruments were just there, so whenever we would stay over Grandma and Grandpa's house, we would just, me and my little sister, we would just go upstairs, and we would play with the instruments. Since the easiest thing to grab was uh, the timbales, the congas, and the drums. That's what I gravitated to, the first thing being the congas. Mm -hmm. And then 
um, throughout the years, I actually played that conga with the church band. <coughs> they just simply, they simply just didn't mic it when <laughs> I was a kid <laughs> until the teenagers that were playing in church basically grew up and went their own ways in life. And then me and my friends became the teenagers of the church <laughs> that yeah. knew how to play the instruments already. And we kind of just took over. All the Latin percussion instruments is basically what I gravitated to. So maracas, huira, uh, timbales, congas. And eventually I wanted to grab those instruments and see what they would sound like over some of the genres of music I was listening to with my friends outside of church. Yeah. Which then led me to like hip hop and R&B and other things. I'm Jill Hopkins. This is Vocalo. This is my conversation with Lester Ray. Becoming a vocalist, was that something that sprung out of necessity? Or was it something inside of you that just needed to express itself? It was definitely something within me that needed to express itself. I did learn how to sing in church. I did learn how to play musical instruments in church. Um, but at home, I was writing poetry. Mm-hmm. And I was encouraged by like youth leaders to push beyond just writing Christian poetry, which was great. I actually met a a Christian youth leader who wanted me to express poetry for uh, mental health, uh, for my own well-being, um, to really reflect on the community and just like reflect on the hip-hop that I was listening to and kind of just think about at a 13 years old, at an early age, why is uh, Most Deaf talking about this? Why um, Why is Tupac talking about this? Because she was like, I know you kids be listening to that. <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's talk about what do you think he means by whatever lyricism. And so she really pushed me to write. And like I figured out in my own journey that religion was very, very toxic to the, the community that I was even in myself, where they didn't really question or reflect on a lot of the uh, issues politically or issues that were going on. It was school that really... I guess I could say politicized me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like I needed to sing about the things that I, ha- I was writing about um, and not just sing to, like, fill up space and jam. Yeah. Even though that there's a moment for everything, and there was a moment for that, too. But um, I just felt like more of a personal calling um, to to really lay out this message in a public setting as opposed to just keeping it in my notebook. And that, uh, that politicization has made its way through into to your music. Uh, the Blue Lion uh, had a lot of traditional boogaloo touches, mm-hmm. which was great. And then we had uh, Promesa, which was a mixtape of protest music. Get you someone who can do both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how easy or difficult was it for you to kind of make that transition from one to the next? Um, I felt like the Blue Lion was going to be the first project just because I needed to make a statement of who I was. You know, the lion is the city of Puerto Rico. It's the emblem or, like, this symbol for the city of Ponce, which is a city in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And blues is, like, Chicago. So I called it the blue lion because I was like, I'm not from here, I'm not from there, or I'm from here and I am from there. But it was this idea that I could be both, a Chicagoan and, and a Puerto Rican. Señor de 
Chicago, el león de la ciudad, la vela de mi barrio, escúchame cantar. Tengo un fuego que vive dentro de mí. The Promesa Project was something that was in my head ever since the bill passed. Uh, what was it? June 30th of 2017, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it was signed into law that the Promesa Act, which basically put a oversight board over Puerto Rico to dictate how their finances would be used. Um, and this is before Hurricane Maria. But I was in the midst of touring from the Blue Lion. I was in Texas, Orlando. I was just traveling around. But I was already writing this project. And I was like, let me find more beats. I have more to say. And I'm not the only one that has more to say. So let me reach out to all these artists that I, that I admire across the nation. And so I had um, Bang Data and Michael Reyes and El Blas. And from production to vocalists, um, I had a, a nice array of protest rappers and, and singers kind of just jump on this project. And the point of it was to just vent. You're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio, Chicago instrumentalist, vocalist, and producer, Lester Ray. This new EP, Centario, feels personal in a different way. Tell me about the story that you're telling here and the, the journey that you want us all to go on with you. Um, so Santuario definitely is a way more personal project to me. I wanted to not just tackle um, critical race theory in, like, in my music mm -hmm. and talk about you know, the struggles of being a second-class citizen in the United States. Um, but I also wanted to talk about the nuances and... I wanted to delve deeper into masculinity, into some of the things that I've been taught were right versus wrong, and really be reflective of, um, of those concepts. Um, I wanted to delve into um, some of my own heartbreak, some of the heartbreak that I've dished out. <laughs> so um, just the pain that has never really been acknowledged or never been talked about, and you know, sometimes we have a lot of great people doing amazing movement work. They're organizing. They're doing great work, but they burn out so fast. Mm. They, they're also living lives. They're also trying to have fun. They're also trying to make relationships work. They're also trying to, you know, just get their money and pay their bills and live their life. And the romanticizing of this political work sometimes um, blinds many folk into just... Um, being that person, that one individual who needs to fight for the movement, because the movement is very important, and I completely understand that. Um, but I, I felt like there were so many people already talking about the movement that I wanted to take a step back and just be like, how are you doing? <laughs> you no. know, like, uh, how, do, how do you feel? Um, have you taken time to find your sanctuary? Like, in the midst of uh, social media where 
you know, you have horrific posts sometimes right after like a happy post and then like a sad post. And it's like you have to process so many emotions in such a short time. Like where do you find time to be happy, to be at peace, to reflect, to grow? Um, and I don't think it's possible to grow um, when you're constantly working, yeah. whether it's like work to pay the bills or work to like for the movement. Um, and so Santuario starts with a song that reflects on a time when I was married back when I was like 19 and I find out the baby's not mine. And it's like a trauma that I never really went back to to process. Mm. And so while the release of Santuario is in a way me finding my own Santuario, my own sanctuary, mm. um, it's also... I hope, an inspiration for people to take a step back and be like, yo, are there some things that maybe you haven't even thought about that still affect the way you act today? Yeah. Um, is there, you know, and so like that's the track one, all the way to the last track, it's the happiest track, even though the lyrics are saying I'm still looking for sanctuary. And the last track is um, more of a exclamation of freedom to just be who you want to be. And to not like let society constrain um, those those thoughts. So um, personally, for me, it was like being more in tune with my feminine side, and like painting my nails, and just dancing on the dance floor and smiling a lot more, and just being happy for the sake of myself and for being happy. I want to thank you for laying it all out like that and letting us in <laughs> to your story. And I want to make sure that folks know where they can find all of this great music. LesterRay.com. That's Ray with an E or Lester Ray Music all across uh, social media. Thank you so, so much for joining us and keep it up. I love what coming. Kind of-